We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How is that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Welcome back to the Underage Packers Podcast Experience. We've got a lot on hand today. It's been a busy, busy week since we last recorded here talking about the Steelers game this Tuesday. Today, we're here to review the Cincinnati Bengals uh, versus the Green Bay Packers at Paul Brown Stadium. It should be a fun one. I'm Joey, one of your co-hosts. I'm so excited for the handful of topics today. Joining me all decked out in his Milwaukee Brewers gear is my co-host, Big B. Big B, uh, how are you feeling today? Uh, Brewers game is currently happening as we speak. Yes, they just hit a two-run bomb, Roddy Telez. So, I am hype. Let's go, baby. Some of the best content I've ever consumed is your Instagram lives that you Mm -hmm. would um, do during the Milwaukee Brewers games uh, last year, sometime last year. I mean, it was first few games of the season, and you'd get so frustrated, so flustered. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could bear to watch any sporting event that you were passionate about with you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that says I think that says uh, good things about your fandom, though. If people yeah. don't outside of your family don't want to watch a game with you, and shoot, man, you are really die hard. <laughs> yep. Well, like I mentioned today, we got a long list of injuries to talk about, which we'll try not to bore you out too long with that. Uh, We'll talk about the Bengals game, and then we'll talk about the signings, signings that did not happen this week at 12.65. Big B, you ready? I think so. Okay, uh, I just want to mention one thing here with the Brewers in the playoffs right now. Um, I'm not necessarily rooting for the Brewers – to, I'm let's see how should I phrase this here okay. I look I'm I I have a certain loyalty to the St. Louis Cardinals I live 30 minutes away from Bush Stadium I know that's a very controversial I'm probably going to be canceled tonight on Packers Twitter I don't know if that many people care about me enough but <laughs> <laughs> I you know I, I feel a certain loyalty to the to the Cardinals but I am definitely, you know, Cardinals are out as of now, or as of, they're not getting back in, they're out. So <laughs> I am rooting, though, for the fact, for the possibility uh, that would be all three Wisconsin professional sports teams winning their respective sports titles. The Bucks have got it done. Let's get to a Milwaukee, and then uh, their friends up north in Green Bay will, will get it done in February. Oh, yeah. Get the trifecta done. Let's do it. Let's let's get into some Packers football here. Long list of injuries for the Packers. The most devastating as of now. One that has had people on the edge of their seats is update on Jair Alexander. Um, We've got one today. He is out against the Cincinnati Bengals as expected. Um, He is hopefully back in a few weeks. Today we got more of an optimistic note, optimistic update from Coach Matt LaFleur, who said surgery is most likely out of the picture, unluckily, uh, unlikely as of now, uh, hopefully back in a few weeks for a short-term injury 
for the second team all pro should have been first team all pro over Jair Alexander or over Xavier Howard. But for some reason, the AP all pro, whoever decides to all pro those bunch of jerks, they think that Xavier Howard's interceptions are more sexy than Jair Alexander lockdown coverage every week. Um, sorry. <laughs> so sorry for going off there, but uh, it, it doesn't even matter to the conversation. I, I was just thinking of a way to transition off Jair. And now we're here talking about, all pros that don't matter. They'll get the first team all pro this this upcoming year. Okay, next up, Elton Jenkins. He's been out the past two weeks with an ankle injury. We were all scared. What are the Green Bay Packers going to do going up against two scary fronts in uh, San Fran and then Pittsburgh? They held up well. He is still questionable with that ankle injury uh, this week against Cincy. Uh, Trey Hendrickson lining up against the Packers this week. So. It not, it's not to say that the Bengals don't have anybody because uh, they have Trey. But outside of that, they are pale in comparison to either uh, Pittsburgh or uh, 49ers. Next up, moving also along the offensive line, we got Josh Myers, who is out with the finger injury that developed this past week. Doctors aren't going to let him go. Uh, offensive tackle who has not seen the field yet. He was signed this offseason from the Tennessee Titans. Dennis Kelly is questionable with an illness. So, Big B, there's a lot of go- going on along the offensive line. There has been for the past few weeks. You tweeted your prediction out earlier today, but let's hear yours. Well, we'll go with the optimistic idea that Elton Jenkins ends up playing. What is your um, prediction for the Packers starting offensive line this week? Well, I think Elton Jenkins will get the start at left tackle, um, John Runyon at left guard, and then Lucas Patrick at center with right, Royce Newman at right guard and Billy Turner at right tackle. Yeah, uh, I think it really comes down to who do the Packers trust more? Do they trust Lucas Patrick, who's played, who has plenty of experience at starting at center, or do they want to, I mean, move Elton over to center and then trust Yash Nyman, who has played really well these past two games, first two starts in the NFL playing really well against Nick Bosa, TJ Watts, really uh, great pass rushers. So we'll have to see who they end up going with. Either way, Elton Jenkins, it, I would be pretty surprised if they throw him out there at left guard, um, his natural position. So be interesting to watch what the Packers come out with. Uh, and then Dennis Kelly also might play a part in that if he's recovered from his non-COVID-related illness by game time. All right, that's all we got. Oh, oh, I thought I thought we were in the clear. I thought we covered all the major injuries. But Chauncey Rivers this past uh, Thursday was placed on injured reserve. And I think it's going to get swept under the rug. And it's not something to lose sleep over, as is most injuries containing the Packers unless it's Aaron Rodgers but <laughs> he's placed on injured reserve we know so Darius Smith we talked about last week he's out for the regular season hope is that he'll be back for sometime in the playoffs so Chauncey Rivers in normal circumstances isn't a season and the long-term injury might not be that serious for the team in this defense but we're looking at this situation now with Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith two good starters but behind them, it's Jonathan Garvin and Chauncey Rivers. 
Chauncey was getting a little bit more playing time than Garb in these past few weeks. And even with those two starters in there, uh, get Smith and then Gary, uh, Chauncey was getting a, a fair amount of playing time. So I think they like him over Garvin. At least that's what the snap counts uh, would tell you. So we'll have to see. Maybe they elevate Tipagale. Uh, or I, there, there's an in somewhere in that dude's last name. I don't know where it comes from. But when all the professional, you know, Mike Spofford was the first I heard ever say, well, I don't even want to try to pronounce that. But Tipagale, we're going with that. They might try to elevate him. Uh, had a decent preseason. Uh, they also have new inside linebacker Jalen Smith, which we'll talk about a little bit later on how he might get in there at outside linebacker. Big B, my yes. mouth is dry right now. I need a, a drink of Dr. Pepper. Any thoughts you want to add on these uh, Packers entries? Just just spray out some airtime here. <laughs> spray out some airtime. Yeah, um, none, of, none, of, none of the injuries really um... – affect us currently right now, except the Jair Alexander in injury. I've seen so many people like complaining about Chauncey Rivers getting hurt. Like, oh my God, everybody's getting hurt. The, the medical staff is garbage. The, the uh, whatever other thing, physical people suck. It's like, chill. It's Chauncey Rivers. It's not, not a Aaron Rodgers injury. Like just chill out. We're fine. We're still going 16 and one. That's literally all we are looking forward to and you're all owning about Chauncey Rivers getting hurt I forgot that uh blaming uh, the, the training staff was the thing going on in time right now <laughs> like that's a real thing I can I cannot believe that people cannot uh Green Bay fans they all they cannot get it through their mind that sometimes injuries happen things happen in the NFL and that <laughs> The staff is not always to blame. They cannot process that mentally. Yeah. It's like it's it's football. They get hurt. <laughs> Every team's going yeah. through this, people. My goodness. I, I mean, I don't know specifically about their training staff, but I know most for their the Green Bay doctors are some of the best in the league so many times. I know <laughs> yeah. it's uh, a lot of times teams will send their players over. It's either foot or ankle injuries dr mckenzie is he, he's got that down to the team man yeah but uh let's talk about some other teams injuries for once here the Bengals. uh we're only gonna we won't go down to their whole uh injury report here but joe mixon the key their engine to their offense is questionable with an ankle injury at the moment he uh was limited in participation all this past week so uh, or i actually he was either limited or did not participate at all in practice, uh, which kind of makes sense, but questionable right now with an ankle injury, which would obviously be a huge, huge blow for Cincinnati. Okay, now into this game preview. Talking about Joe Mixon here, uh, it's predicated upon Mixon taking the ease off of uh, Joe Burrow, and their offense is able to run. They put the spanking on their division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers, in week three, and they also did a very good job, excellent job, beating the Minnesota Vikings in week one in overtime. But that offense is, uh, you know, if they Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, the two Joes there, uh, can get things rolling, then the Packers defense is going to have to step things up, especially Jair Alexander out, Darius Smith out. So their offense is, well, it's not 
Aaron or um, Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals or Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs level scary. It's certainly something to watch. Uh, you can't take them lightly. Uh, Joe Burrow is currently averaging 249.5 yards per game, two and uh, 2.25 touchdowns and one interception. And then Joe Mixon in his three three wins so far, 127 yards, 90 yards, 67 yards uh, in those three games for him. And then really, I let's just I've been watching. You know, I watch the Red Zone every week downstairs in the in the man cave uh she said tv patrons will know the legendary site that is the man cave and um watch red zone and it seems like every single week at least once jamar chase will come out there 50 yard touchdown for cincinnati maybe i'm just making stuff up but he's had a touchdown every single one of his games to start his rookie year that's really impressive yes they also have tyler boyd and uh, fun fact, Big B, I actually went to uh, grade school with a kid named Tyler Boyd. And uh, when they, when since he first drafted him uh, in the second round of 2017, I believe, I I could not believe it, and I rooted it for him specifically in his rookie year just because I knew this kid named Tyler Boyd. Wow. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't be uh, leaking the personal. Well, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay, now, Big B, I'm, I'm putting the pressure cooker up you. I'm returning the temperature up on you for some hard-hitting uh, questions. Uh, what is one thing that you think Cincinnati does very well? Ooh, what Cincinnati does very well. Um, well, I have not watched any of their games so far this year and know nothing about their team, so I'm just going to go with um, spreading the ball around. I don't know if they do that or not, but it sounds like something they would do. Um, they got I a lot of. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I, I got a lot of weapons. I got Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Yep. I got T. Higgins, C.J. Ozama, who just had a oh, big shoot. game versus Jacksonville. Had two touchdowns. They got a lot of weapons, and with Joe Mixon, don't know if he's yep. going to play or not, but him out of the backfield is even a bigger weapon. So Joe Burrow got some weapons down there. Take a shot every time I said weapon there because I said that at least four times. Shoot, I you know we can act as uh, as much as we want like we didn't. Um, like the the only prior knowledge we have on this team are like looking at the scores. I don't know <laughs> anything about the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll be honest with you. I, yeah. I'm just like Big B. I could name you a few players from Cincinnati. But I'm not going to yeah. try to act like I can tell you what they've been doing well on offense or not. Uh, <laughs> this is why you come here, folks, to the Underage Factors podcast for this oh, yeah. incredible insight right here. Uh, great points right there, Big P. Yeah, yeah. They, they got weapons. <laughs> I couldn't tell you much about their – even more about their defense. So I guess from uh, – if you want to take uh, from, from a um, – 300 foot view here from the, of the Cincinnati Bengals coming from somebody doesn't care about the Cincinnati Bengals only knows a few little things here. I don't know anybody on the defense. So that probably tells you either those guys are very underrated or um, that they suck. I know Jesse Bates, Jesse safety. Bates. Yes. Uh, he's That's good safety. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll see if you can take anything out from over top. <laughs> That's because that's what a safety does right there. There we go. 
Look at us. You know, I'm sure they also have cornerbacks. They might also have some linebackers, too. Yeah. I think those linebackers might try to sack Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, my. Okay. You know, yeah, like, you know, let's, let's not even try to put up a front here. Let, let's try to shift off the Bengals here, okay? Okay. Um, and let's try to think, try to provide some analysts here. Shift to the okay. Packers. What do you there think the Packers have been doing well recently? Been doing well re- recently. Um, man, that's that's feel like an even tougher question because <laughs> I should know this. Yeah. Um, they they really coach Lafleur really has stuck with the run, especially last yep. week. Um, been pounding the rock. AJ Dillon had a nice week last week. Aaron Jones had a very solid week the week before, and Aaron Jones went off the week before that. Um, I feel like we're starting to um continue pounding the rock every week. And when you make Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon the focal point of the offense, we we really do some good things on offense. And that's where I think the offense really clicks when Aaron Jones is the focal point. Yeah, as much as Aaron Rodgers uh tries to like to stat pad in the fourth quarter, um <laughs> seeing AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones really carry this offense is exceptional. So glad we have uh, both those two gentlemen locked up for a few years uh, here in the future. I'm, you know, that's a really good one, and I'm, I'm going to go with the obvious one here. Uh, one thing Green Bay does well is blocking. We've seen it two weeks in a row here. Cincinnati, like I said, I don't know much about them, but I don't. I, that front isn't going to be as tough as uh, presented against Packers these past two weeks. All right, now and now you get to throw a little shade. What do you? What is one thing you think uh, Green Bay struggles at? Ooh, Green Bay struggles at that is definitely the pass rush. Um, <laughs> oh my, um, Kingsley Kiki. To be fair, Kingsley Kiki had a nice game last week, yep. but still got pushed around a lot. But otherwise, he has not lived up to what we all thought he was going to do this year. Dean Lowry has been very quiet, especially in the stat book. He has not looked very pretty but Kenny Clark continuously destroys football games Rashawn Gary sacking an O-lineman and Big Ben and at once which was phenomenal and um, Preston Smith having a very nice nice year especially setting that edge in the running game but yeah that's definitely a weak point yeah I like I think to myself the past rush isn't doing good but then I was like Rashawn Geary and Preston Smith haven't been playing bad, but it's those two other guys in the middle there, Dean Lowry, Kenny Clark, or not Kenny Clark. (laughs) We love you, Kenny. Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster, Kingsley Kiki have really struggled on passing downs to to not be, I mean, put pressure on the quarterback less enough to not be pushed five yards past the line of scrimmage by their opposing offensive linemen. Yeah. So hopefully they and, and I feel like they have their spurts, like uh, like four drives in a row where they get amazing pressure yeah. and then they'll go the rest of the game without getting any pressure and just get yeah. dominated by the exactly. other offensive line. One thing that I'm going to say Green Bay does bad is uh being able to build off of their success. We saw it last week where uh they they got the ball back right before half. Uh, five minutes left in the second quarter, and they were set to receive uh, in the third quarter, open up the half. And 
they brought would have been a great opportunity. They could have put the game away right there, scoring a touchdown, making it twenty-one to ten, doubling it up in the uh, second half, making it twenty-eight to ten. You know, like I said on Twitter during the game, dare the Pittsburgh Steelers offense to score eighteen points in that short amount of time. They weren't able to do that. They definitely have had some drives um, that really, if it's a, against really good offense, could end up strongly hurting them. Where go they go out there and score get a stop on defense but they're just not able to build anything off that momentum go three and out another turnover so I don't know if that's play calling to blame Aaron Rodgers just a set of situations whatever but they have uh, certainly struggled at that I would say yep okay I I did video uh earlier today or yesterday talking about Jalen Smith so make sure you go ahead and watch that um won't be too, talking too much to him about him. Big B, anything you want to add? I love the Packers signing Russell Douglas right after yeah. everybody wanted them to sign Stephon Gilmore. But uh, any thoughts on uh, Stephon Gilmore going to the Panthers? Not the Panthers. Um, yeah, Stephon Gilmore. I, sh- I should have never gotten my hopes up because I knew it was never going to happen in the yep. first place, even with all them reports coming out that – he was pretty much about to go that come here, but yeah, it, it, I should have, nobody should have believed that they were actually going to pull that off and it yeah. didn't. So, but he's not a green Bay Packer. So I really don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. And I, I love people getting so angry with it. Um, <laughs> yep. Brian Gutekinds doesn't want to win. Obviously clearly <laughs> doesn't want to uh, trade for a 31 year old cornerback with a contract that he cannot afford just <laughs> come on brian do it yeah. do better at your job uh, brian yeah i love that video that you put out it is spot freaking on i love i it. wish man i i tried to get it back up on people's twitter feeds but it wasn't <laughs> uh wasn't getting the attention i hope it deserved but uh, like i just the inner monologue i have a lot with hackers twitter fans like i just want to scream at people sometimes on the Twitter replies. So I'm thinking, why don't I just scream at them in a video, except I'm, I'm talking to myself. Yep. Not weird at all, but yeah. Well, um, anything, any points you think we met? Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. We got, we got some big news uh, farther down the line here. Uh, Russell Wilson. If you saw last night, his pink, uh, his middle finger, Looked like Larry McCarron's pinky. <laughs> I mean, that, stealing that from yeah. Jason Wildey. But, I mean, dude's probably going to be driving down the street and people are going to think he's flipping everybody off. Not a good look <laughs> for an NFL quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about issues, uh, practicality. So he is expected to miss six to eight weeks, all because um, I think it was Aaron Donald, scary Rams pass rusher. He was throwing the ball and somehow his finger just – split and ride in action that had to be painful yeah that looked like that hurt a lot yes i like like i i fractured my wrist once playing flag football i think i told that story on here a lot of pain (laughs) i i don't want to know what it feels like to have your bone like outside of his socket whatever happened man (laughs) but he's expected to miss six to eight weeks uh he heads to green bay with seattle uh, six weeks from now so we'll have to see definitely something to watch these next few weeks 
I mean, how Seattle does and really where Russell is on his recovery path. Now we got that out of the way. Big B, any points you think we missed? Any uh, thing you want to add today? Man, um, I don't. I think I think we got everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fantastic don't know. analysis by us today. Yeah, it, you know, it was an adventure for sure. It was a very crazy adventure. Absolutely, yeah. It's like you know, I could try to play this off, look up some stats right now about the Bengals, but I was like whatever you know let's not try to act like something we're not and it was a definitely a fun time instead of trying to uh put up a facade just yeah. had, had a grand time we're like shoot bro i gotta be honest with you i know nothing it's kind of the <laughs> matt ramage style not to insult matt ramage i love his show yeah. yeah yeah but it was a fun time hopefully uh even if you didn't get any analysis that you were maybe expecting you had a fun time with us like we did um Make sure you subscribe to the Underage Packers YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on all the social medias. We'll see you later. Let's uh, let's get this W against the Cincinnati Bengals. Big B, let's hear your score prediction. Cincinnati Bengals score prediction. Um, 35-31 Packers win in a yep. high-scoring game. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Just like going to overtime with Geronimo Allison in 2017. What an adventure that was. Uh, high scoring. I'm, I'm with you there. I'll say Packers dropping their first 40 burger on the season, 42 to 30. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you later.